Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Me Over Podcast, episode 125. I am your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host to my left. He is the Pinoy powerhouse. He is a WWE simp. He is the Pinoy powerhouse, Byron Pagdalao. How are you? Any big news? Nothing. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> And also joining us, you know him, you love him. He is the one hundred dollar man, Bobby Diaz. Let's talk some wrestling. And rounding out the crew, he is a verified who's gone wild. He is the tenth one of the world, the puncher of walls, Dickless himself, Richard Garcia. What's up, everyone? How's everyone doing? Everyone's everyone's doing good. Hey, look at it closely. Hang hanging in there. Just uh, you know, we're we're now. Almost back on uh, full lockdown mode. Damn, there's another 22,000 uh, new cases today in no. California. Wow, we're no. killing it. That's fake. That's, that's all fake. Fake news, bro. It's a hoax. It's fake news. It's all a hoax. Hey, what, what about the flu, bro? <laughs> I mean, people get the flu all the time. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Oh, man, it's great to be back uh, doing a show. Um, we got a lot to talk about. There's, a, you know, quite a bit of news, a little bit of uh, recaps for the week and big highlights of things. AEW killed it again, as per usual. And we got an NXT pay-per-view coming up, so we'll give our predictions for that. But before we do that, let's give it up for our sponsors. Let's give it to our friends at Grudge Match Brand and Grudge Match Band Apparel on Instagram. If you're ever in the market for... You know, the hottest and latest in rock and roll slash wrestling t-shirts. Look no further. Go to Lapel Yeah. I'm sorry. That's the other sponsor. Go to... (laughs) Shit. Go to Grudge Match Brand on Instagram. Turn on the notifications and sign up. They just released a brand new War Horse ornament. Yes, the holidays are upon us. Make sure you go check them out. And also use our promo code PUTMEOVER for 15% off your entire order. And also, like I talked about before, go to see our friends at lapelliat.com if you're ever in the market for some wrestling merchandise. Look no further. They, they don't just do pins. They're, they're doing so much random shit, but it all ties in perfectly with what they're trying to accomplish. So go check out lapelliat.com. Use our promo code PUTMEOVER for 15% off your order there. And also, if you want some merchandise, I don't know, maybe you want a shirt with Byron's face on it because he is the handsomest man alive. He is the, he is the COVID cutie, all right? Go buy his shirt. Use the promo code Kofi Forever. Kofi the number four ever for 15% off your entire order. We're just giving stuff away here now. At this point, we're just giving stuff away. Um, and yeah, I think those are all our plugs. Like I said, we got a lot of news to get into, so let's not waste any time. Let's get into the news. Let's get into Dick's dirty, filthy, disgusting news. What? Take it away, Dick. Uh, you know, I hate, I, I like the intro and all, but I hate to start with with some very sad news. I mean, obviously looking at, at Andrew's background and uh, just really has been, it's been really been a newsworthy week. Um, unfortunately, uh, we got to talk about this and we got to talk about the death of Pat Patterson. Uh, earlier Wednesday morning, uh, Pat Patterson passed away at 79 years. I think it was a 79 years old. Uh, yes. Yeah. 79, man. What a, what a life he lived. Uh, you know, when I heard about his, his passing, I didn't really think much of it until I saw the tribute video that NXT did opening up 
um, for the show, which was amazing, by the way. Yes. Um, if you haven't watched NXT or haven't watched the promo package, go out of your way and watch it. It is phenomenal. And it made me realize how significant Pat Patterson was to the uh, to the American wrestling industry, I should say, because he 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 was a genius. Like, let's just like let's 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 cause this. He's he was a genius. He was the guy that came up with the idea of the Royal Rumble. We all heard that before. He he was the one that came up with with the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, other yeah. things he came up with, especially. I mean, he was also the one that that found the Rock. Like, if it wasn't for him, there would have been no Rock in the WWE. He was a huge advocate for for the Rock. Um, whenever there was matches planned out, or they were going with um, any type of ideas for for matches, people they would turn to Pat. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pat Pat's handprints were all over Hogan Andre. Hogan Warrior, uh, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, just to name a few. Yep. Uh, some of the biggest WrestleMania matches that the company's ever had was planned out by Pat Patterson. This guy was incredibly a genius, and uh, he he lived a he lived he lived a really long life. Seventy nine years old, passed away. Um, real quick, I just want to mention. I want to ask you guys, what do you guys think would be his last lasting legacy? Because I think this is something that. I don't know if it can be answered or if it may, it, I don't think it's, it's going to be simple. I think there's a lot of, I think there's, he has, his legacy is going to be felt in many ways. What do you guys think? I mean, me not knowing Pat Patterson uh, growing up, I, I, I knew him. I would always see him like, you know, if he was a referee um, mm-hmm. or, 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 you know, he would, I would, I'm always going to remember him as, you know, one half of the Stooges, uh, yeah. which, which uh, supplied so much, so much uh, entertainment uh, for, you know the attitude era and you know when, when i was watching super heavy um i mean i'm still watching super heavy but you know what i mean i was like my peak interest time um and then you know he's he was the first ever intercontinental champion they had the belt on display i i love that belt um and you know like you said dick uh when you think about pat patterson that was vince's right hand man more than anybody pat patterson was has been in the trenches with oh yeah vince, uh going back to the the, the 80s um, so yeah, it's he, legit genius. And, um, I hear just a fantastic person, great singer. Um, I, I, I remember watching the legends house and, uh, the, the moment when, you know, he, he came out of the closet, but I mean, it was already like, well, well documented that, that he was, uh, he was like one of the first gay wrestlers, if not the first gay wrestler to come out publicly. Um, and just to see the pain in his eyes, it was a really emotional scene. Um, and it, it just brings you back to remembering watching Legends House and thinking, wow, I think like half of that house has already passed away, which is really sad. Yeah, there's only a few people left from from that inaugural season. I, real quickly, I just want to mention that to you. Um, you mentioned um, that that moment where Pat came out. Um, it wasn't really much of a secret in the wrestling business that he was gay. Like everyone knew. Um, I remember like. I remember back in the Attitude Era, like the, the JR would frequently mention Let's about past sexuality, like quite yeah. a bit. Like I forgot what segment it was, but like he was dancing in the ring or something like that. And then I remember JR saying, "Hey, fellas, he's single." And I was like, "Whoa!" Like I, I that's when I was like, "Okay, well, they, they got that's my first way of knowing that he was gay." But like they would always rib Pat for that. Like they would always yeah. like not rib him, but like mention it. Like, hey, you know, by the way, he's gay. It was like not. A, it was not a secret at all. I think that's probably what he's gonna be. Uh, well, that's one thing I would admire him most for, just being 
outright about who he is, kind of, even though he's kind of keeping it a secret, he's still who he was. Um, imagine, too, with all those back when he came up, you know, being gay was so much Dude. tougher than it, it is now. Obviously, everybody and their mom's gay now. I'm just kidding. But, like, you know what I mean? It was so much more accepted in today's uh, culture. So he probably got the backlash of the good old boys back then. Yeah. Uh, and he's a cool-looking dude. He seems like, on Legends House, he looks like he just wanted to party and have a good time. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... He like a cool guy to hang out with, man. Him and yeah. Mean Gene. He would always just... play jokes on everyone. Yeah, a ribber. Him and, and Mean Gene just everybody a shot. Back. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just knocking back drinks. <laughs> Rest in peace, Pat. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. He's one of the one of the greats. That's and, crazy. Yeah, and you know, and with our memories, because of course this is where we grew up with. I mean, we we grew up in the later half of of, of his of his career. Yeah. And um, I I think it was I think it might have been um Dave Dave Meltzer mentioned it the other day, uh that he was like Pat he watched out of all the wrestlers he's all all the wrestlers that wrestled throughout um their careers he's seen Pat Patterson the most because. Um, he was such a huge name in in the Bay Area. He would he was their top guy. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was their he was their top guy. Him and um him and Ray Stevens. Um, uh, they were one of the they were one of the biggest tag teams of really in of the of the seventies and eighties. Didn't you and, say that uh, they sold out the Cow Palace up there too? Which at the Cow, Cow Palace, Palace is huge. Yeah. Sold Man. out the Cow Palace. That's awesome. Yeah, we're gonna miss Pat. Um. And I, I know you could see the pain in, in Vince's eyes. Even Sami Zayn, they they all look pretty sad on on SmackDown, um, which I thought SmackDown was a good show this week. Um, but yeah, rest in peace, Pat Patterson. Um, I'm sure he's his his legacy is going to be felt for uh, forever. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, like you could tell a lot of the NXT guys um, holding in, in high regards with all this stuff that they were posting on Instagram and stuff on Twitter. Um, He's up there with Dusty, you know, like that, that he was like an icon that everyone turned to, to, for help, or, um, if they needed any ideas or anything that that was the guy that they went to. He and, just, uh, it was, it was, it was a huge thing for them. He got wrestling, you know, he knew how to tell a good story in the ring. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else we got, Dick? So I don't know if we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but, um, Alberto Del Rio, Alberto El Patron, Mr. Rodriguez. I, um, he this was guy. in charge a few weeks ago for um, really um, essentially sexually assaulting uh, his, 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 uh, his, girl, his girlfriend at, at the time. And the stories that came out were pretty lewd. It were pretty, there was pretty, pretty bad. Well, apparently those charges have been dropped. So I, and they were dropped on her end. So that's raising a lot of red flags as far as what happened. And it could be maybe she was paid off. She could have been threatened for all we know. Um, it's just it, it's it's just another thing that Del Rio is involved with. You know, he, he, this guy just cannot seem to stay out of trouble. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't just age like and he was like turning her bad. Like, yeah, with now. Paige? he's away from her and his life has went to shambles. Well, she even came out and said like, I, I believe this because it happened to me too. He did it to me too. Yeah. Um, and not just sexual abuse, but physical abuse as well, which, you know, I mean, the, the, you can't get more scummier than, than what the allegations against him are. Um, I, I was a big Del Rio Mark 
I, I, I liked his, I like, even his shitty run in WWE when he was with Zeb Coulter, I was like still like, Del Rio is still my guy. But, you know, now thinking about it, it just kind of makes me sick that like this guy is capable of doing the things that, you know, was said. It was very specific too. That's the thing that, that like, I don't think she made it anything up because making her like, dr- like dance for him in a dress, like, that's very specific. That's not something that someone would make up, I feel like, right? Yeah, most definitely. He's probably for sure a scummy dude. Like, if there's enough complaints about evidence, some of it has to be freaking true. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a, yeah, it's a- the, report, the report mentioned that he tied her hands with boxing straps, put a sock in her mouth, and sexually assaulted her for several hours using various objects, punched her in the back, and and put his hands around her throat so i mean the police report was pretty detailed and it appeared there there may have there may have been marks you know on her body as well so i mean that's pretty damning evidence yeah Yeah. but the point i'm bringing this up the reason why i want to bring this up is because del rio somehow thinks in his mind that he will eventually find his way back to WWE. And if I'm Vince McMahon, I want to stay the fuck away from him. He should not even be anywhere. No wrestling promotion at all should even think about bringing this guy back because this guy just cannot stay out of trouble. I wouldn't trust him. I wouldn't trust no. him now. Um, yeah, just, I don't know what he's going to do, but, you know, he kind of, he, he fucked himself over when, in all this. When, when all, everything's said and done, um, and I don't know how he got away with it, you know? Yeah. I got to feel for the girl. Um, I just hope everything's all right with her. Yeah. It sucks. You know, it, it and you could tell like he, he was, he's a drunkard, you know, he's, he's one of those guys and he just, you know, he, hopefully he sees the light and gets some help or something, you know, but I don't think it's going to happen. I just hope he stays away and, you know, I hope he actually gets caught at some point and he's gets gonna fuck thrown up. in jail or something. He'll, he'll you know? fuck up. I hope so, but one yeah, thing it's, I learned it's, about, it's a messed up situation. One thing I but, learned about scumbags they 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 might you know get away with a couple things, but they'll eventually fuck up. Yeah, but you know, you know, thoughts from you know thoughts go out with that girl. Hopefully, she's okay. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Anything? Any positive news to talk about? <laughs> Well, you know, this is wrestling, dude. Hardly any news is positive. Um, although we did have a memorable week this week um, with really with um, on Wednesday night, as always. Wednesday nights are, are now, I mean, they've, they've really been the de facto official wrestling night, but um, more so now than ever. Wednesday nights is really the main night. Um, AEW. Well, before we, get into, before we get into AEW, we got to talk about Raw. Anything happened on Raw? Anything I, I think the biggest thing that happened was uh they had the triple threat match. It was kind of crazy if you think of the competitors in there. It's AJ versus Keith versus Riddle, and they put on a pretty good damn match. Uh, I had no idea who they were gonna book. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but guess who won? I missed it. Um, I I I would think AJ won. AJ won, and a nice okay. finish too. It was a cool little like move after move, and then you know get tossed out of the ring, and he hit the the phenomenal elbow on um. Uh, or whatever they call it on Riddle. So the you flying got forearm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Based off based off what you said with the opponents, 
that AJ had to be the natural opponent for uh, that's going to be next to challenge you for the for the title. I, that's I, too, I think. Because obviously uh, both, uh, I think Drew elevated himself. I've never been a fan of his at all until recently. Yeah. He's been putting on some good matches with Orton and then obviously Roman. So imagine what he could do with AJ. So I think, yeah, going forward, I think it's going to, I think that feud is going to be kind of cool. Obviously we know Drew's probably going to come through, but yeah. Well, AJ's, AJ's established. He can, he can be fed to Drew McIntyre on his way. I think it would have been too early to put to beat someone like AJ, obviously. Exactly. It would have been too early to, to, to make, have him beat Riddle and McIntyre. We can, uh, Riddle and, and Lee, we can get to that eventually, but uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's build him up even more by giving AJ the spot um, to bump his ass off and, and make, make this guy even more solidified as a champ. And not to mention that AJ's a heel, whereas, whereas Riddle's a baby face. And so is Keith Lee. I also want to talk about Riddle before uh, we we get done with Raw because really not much happened. Um, what do you guys think about the booking or the character that they're putting on Riddle? We've always we've already kind of known he's like like a low key pothead and like he'll make little stoner references, but I feel like he's coming off as just an annoying character. Like remember what they were doing with Sami Zayn, where every time he was around, people were just annoyed with him. I feel like this is like that, but even more. I, I think they're like stuck in a, you know, in a corner with him as a character because he's, you know, the king of bros. He's got that like, you know, Southern Cali, like, you know, beachy vibe. Yeah. Um, they don't really, I, I mean, what else do you do with that? I don't know. Like, it's hard to like market that as like a cool gimmick. I don't know. I think they they've kind of wrote themselves in a corner with it. Hopefully they kind of evolve it in a way, but. I think dial that down. Is, Dial down yeah. the 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 uh, annoying annoying uh, little brother aspect and turn up his wrestling like the things he can do in the ring because that's what's yeah. going to speak more than than I think uh, a weird promo in the back is going to do. Well, I think the last couple of weeks, especially with the last month, I think his character is starting to grow because he is doing a lot more wrestling, yeah. and they're highlighting that he's getting his crazy shit and he does all those crazy locks he can do like those little gut wrenches and stuff. Yeah, he's getting a lot of moves off. I think with any character, because he was never a champion in uh, uh, NXT, was he? No, huh? No. Tag, tag, tag titles. Yeah. Yeah. Tag, I think that was it, but he was an NXT title. Or he, he didn't even win the North American either, huh? No. No. So, yeah, I think his character can eventually evolve like most characters. There's hardly ever a character that's like, you know, you start, you always have to evolve into becoming something great, you know, to see what works. Like yeah. the only character to come in, like pure, you know, look at Triple H, for instance, when he was that shitty British guy. So let's, I'm kind of curious because I think they are giving him time and I think he'll eventually, my ceiling for him was never main event. He was always like upper mid card, uh, you know, steamboat-ish, maybe like in the in the vein of Daniel Bryan, but not quite as, you know, it's, it's easier to root for Daniel Bryan than it is for Matt Riddle. I always see him as upper mid card, but you never know. I think he's growing. He's growing on me. I never really liked him, uh, but I think he's starting to grow on me. Uh, so we'll see where that goes. I think his booking will grow, though. Um, he's impressing. He's he's a lot more comfortable than he was. Yeah, I, I've noticed. I've noticed a change too. And he's in the ring with you know who can you who better than being in the ring with like Keith Lee and AJ especially. So he's in a spot where I think he he he's in a good spot right now. <clears throat> I wish. Side note. Yeah. Side note, how much longer do you think he goes without wearing shoes? 
I mean, it's it's, it's gimmick. I think at this point, it's not safe for man. for, for as long not. as he as long as he can until something happens. Unfortunately, right up, up until he gets hurt, that's when it's going to happen. He's going to get hurt some of these moves he's doing too. exactly he's he's one of those like high flyers you know he you know he he's moving up real fast and um i can I, it's gonna suck when he finally like cracks his ankle or you know breaks a toe or something like that because he's gonna be out for a bit and it's gonna his stock is gonna plummet for a little bit you're jumping out of the ring to like do a splash or a flippity flip dude you're gonna get hurt so yeah like, yeah you need some the, kind of like shock absorber in your feet um especially so, like uh, a list frank disease or uh injury where basically like you have your foot right and in the middle there's a giant tendon that runs from the from the your toes to your ankle that shit can rip pretty easily um and it like you're basically your your foot does this and then they have to like fix the ligaments in your foot oh. it's it's a pretty common injury and i can imagine it's only easier to, to sustain when you're barefoot i think that's what that's what happened to Rusev. Oh uh, yeah, I think so. I think uh, they need. He needs to talk to Roddy and just get some uh, really shitty boots. Just get some little shitty boots, dude. <laughs> anything, <laughs> anything, man. Well, shitty boots are kind of cool, though. They're kind of old time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, they used to call. They used to. They used to call Roddy <laughs> shitty, shitty boots. little boots. Shitty little boots. <laughs> shitty little boots. Oh man, I miss PWG. Oh man. Um, Let's go to the lead, I guess, of the week. The stories of the hot mission of the week. Let's get um, to the real wrestling, yeah. Let's see. What do you guys think real. about, I guess, from AW, there's a couple points I would like to talk about. Uh, you want to start with Sting or you want to start with the title switch? Uh, let's start with Sting because um, I feel like it, it's, it's a little polarizing. Um, yeah, it's a mixed review, right? Uh, like, they're from both spectrums from what I read from the reviews. I personally... Surprise, surprise, I wasn't like, it was, <laughs> I love the idea of like making a blockbuster signing, but the execution of it seemed kind of like whack. It seems so WCW Nitro era, a Jace, obviously for a lot of reasons. Um, actually, yeah, obvious reasons. Um, and it just seemed kind of cheap and I, I don't know what they're doing with it. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point? Well, that's. That's why you tune in next week. This is just the little take. This is a little taste. This is just here. I'll give you a little sample baggie of this crack. If you want the, if you want to buy the real stuff, come back and, mm-hmm. and actually buy it. Uh, this was just the taste of of what Sting. That was just the announcement. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know what he's gonna do, and that's why I'm gonna tune in next Wednesday to to see what he's gonna do. Is there is a backstory behind as far as why he's there to begin with? Um, Cody Rhodes, that's his favorite wrestler back in the back in the uh, in the nineties. He grew up watching Steen and idolizing Steen. So right. I think that's going to play into. It's definitely. What's that? Like story wise, kayfabe wise, like what what what's he doing? Like, is he going to wrestle? He's coming out with a bat, so you're going to have to do something where, where you know you're going to have to use that bat or something. So, and it was, it just looked cheesy. The bat, the video looked shitty. The theme was shitty. Like, um, well, they tied, it, they tied it into back. the winter kind of thing, right? Like, Game of Thrones, like, uh, hello, gimmick infringement, anybody? <laughs> but, um, dude, WCW and WD do gimmick infringement all the time, yeah. But I'm, <laughs> I'm like, is this Cody Rhodes behind me or the Night King? I can't tell, but, um, it, it was, it was. I oh. like the moment. I like the moment of him getting in the ring and Tony Schiavone making the, the call, right? 
that was gave me chills. People clowning. He get, uh, I forgot who. Like what? Those are WWE Sims. He gets in the ring. That guy Greg and Rosenberg, they were making fun of that shit. Like, dude, he's trying way too hard to sound like WCW Shivani. You know what though? I liked it. I don't think Shivani was was sincere with it because he didn't know. I don't think a lot of people knew. Let me put it this way. He's Shivani. He was in WCW. Why wouldn't he try to sound like Shivani from WCW? Maybe he that just, was the only thing that he has. Maybe like, he just sounds like Shivani. Sound like that. <laughs> maybe he that's just like how he sounds. Like, this is how I talk. He sounds genuine. You've never seen WCW? Uh, let's. We should take a poll for our for our, our listeners and peeps. Uh, we'll put that poll up. We'll see what they thought of it. We'll find creative ways to uh, pose the question. But I overall the sting the sting appearance. I do like the ambition. To, to like try to do it but again man he's like a 61 year old dude with terrible yeah. his his face paint's starting to look jagged and his his hair it's, oh, it's it, for me it's the hair yeah it's donald I, trump or jace bro it's yeah i mean no it's like giuliani i'm waiting for it to start dripping down oh, <laughs> it's a little oh, yeah. looks a little bit like cotton candy pretty bad um i wasn't crazy about it I, I'm not going to say, like, oh, my God. Like, when it happened, I was like, what the hell? Like, why is he here? <laughs> but then again, like, cool, I guess. It's 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 awesome. But I'm intrigued to find out what's going to happen. Because, um, like he, like you said, he's 61. What exactly do you want from a 61-year-old guy in the ring? You know what I like, don't want? I don't want Commissioner Sting. That's for damn sure. No. No, uh, that's not going to happen. Um, apparently he signed a multi-year contract and Tony Khan has already said he's going to be on the shows weekly. What he's going to do, I don't know. But um, you're going to have to tune in to find out. I'd like to see him team up with Darby. That would be cool. Well, yeah. if you noticed, he looked, he went to Arn, the past. He went to Cody, the now. And then he went How's to Darby, it? the future. Now, then, and forever, AEW. <laughs> <laughs> Darby's a young, young, young guy, right? He's like in his twenties. Yeah, yeah. I seen him. Yeah. He's like when, when your dad finally, com- your dad finally comes home after si- buying cigarettes in two thousand one. And there's like Sting looking at Darby. It's pretty funny. Exactly, Daddy. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's good. Maybe they could do a storyline. If this was WWE, Vince would be like, "I know what Sting can do. He can be his dad." Oh. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, man. I feel but, really I thought it, that injury he was suffered from Seth was career ending, man. That shit was rough for old last dude to take that bump. That buckle bomb or whatever. But yeah. uh yeah, I mean I do again, I think it's ambitious and it's a good attempt. I just wish they executed it uh better or like I mean we were talking about it earlier, or like they, they there's nothing they can do. They have no video, they have nothing from the past that they can use. So right. it's all a WWE stuff. So, I mean, there's really nothing they can use other than just some random images with his face, you know, or something, you know, like, like some pro wrestling uh, insight or what is the pro wrestling uh, pro wrestling pic- tees? Uh, no, like like pictures from like uh, yeah. PWI PWI. Oh. Yeah. Did they um, they could they could they use that um, they have house writer for their themes because a lot of EW themes are trash, man. This one reminded me of his classic um, theme song. Like from WCW days. Yeah, I, don't I know. mean, it's, it didn't it didn't bother me. It's better than his theme. His theme didn't bother me at it's all. Better than DDP's um, theme. Let me. 
Oh, go ahead, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just I was making a joke. Oh, sorry. The moment's passed. Go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so um I, I think it's fine. Like I don't want to see him in the ring wrestling every week. He shouldn't be wrestling every week in the ring. He's 61 years old. He's had a history of, of back problems and neck problems. So I don't I'm, think he's I'm, gonna wrestle. I'm intrigued to see what's gonna happen. Maybe like at a at a double or nothing or or a all in, but I I don't think he's gonna wrestle. Maybe a tag match, a cinema match, cinematic a cinematic match. match. You could do stuff like that. I'm, I definitely don't want to see Sting win, winning the world title. I, not, not, I don't think they're gonna do that. But no. I think they'll he'll help put young talent over. I, um, I was shocked. I'll be honest with you. I was shocked when when he came out. I mean, I I did hear the rumors and I didn't really. Think, think anything of it like oh they're not going to sign him but they Dude. did they signed him and you know what the you know what's funny was that he signed after the undertaker retired weird they didn't leak shit about this i did not see this coming i didn't hear rumors that like aw was seen at the airport they they locked this shit up like where it was a shocker if, yeah. it, if it wasn't for instagram i would have been shocked um, yeah, but yeah, uh, that that's my bet. But um, also another thing is, you know, these numbers might be fudged or whatever. But Pro Wrestling Tees says they he had the most sold shirts in 24 hours. I believe it. Sting most is, sold shirts. Sting is still and Sting. Yeah, he it's Sting. I mean, his shirt looked pretty dope too. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I, it I, looks I, like that Vader shirt, but like this Sting shirt, and then it had Sting on top. It looked awesome. I think I want it. Also, he was trending on. Twitter, like it was like the number six uh, trending. So people were talking about it. So people were interested and people are interested. When's the last time you saw something trending for WWE on, you know, top six or top five? I mean, you know, probably Undertaker. That was the last thing. Yeah, thank you, Taker. Besides that, the prize was pretty big. That still sticks out as like one of the biggest shockers, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, But it's been, that's a long time ago. So I guess move on then gets to the title match the title switch with uh omega and mox what'd you guys think of that shit i thought i thought the match was great i'm not gonna sit here and and suck them off and say five stars i don't care uh six stars it was it was a good match but i think that this was just an appetizer to a pay-per-view type match um the the title change i kind of saw it coming just based on like kind of what's going on with moxley now um he's had the title forever Right. He's had he's had it for like over a year now. Um, I think it was time for a change. And then, you know, he's got to go to Japan to defend his United States championship. And uh, he has a pregnant wife now. So, I mean, time to time for the cleaner to come and be Kenny Omega. And I'm I'm super excited. There's a lot more that happened after the match. uh, But what are you guys thoughts on the match in general? I wanted the title switch at a pay-per-view. I mean, I guess another great, uh, I want to say great, but an ambitious move to do it on uh, a regular Wednesday show to try to pack it all in. Uh, but the match was kind of like, it kind of rem- gave me feelings of AJ Nakamura at Mania. You know what I mean? Like a lackluster. Cause I want Omega to, he's my favorite AEW wrestler, probably in my top five currently. He's dropping slowly by slowly, but maybe this run will get him to where he should be. Son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, I, I just it was just like a whatever kind of match. Like Bobby said, if three point nine, I would even give it even less. It just wasn't. Yeah. Like the moment wasn't that somewhere in there. Yeah, because he's pretty. 
he's he's box office. Kenny Omega is probably the most one of the most box office guys in wrestling. Period. Um, I just want him to have the biggest possible shine, you know. And I just think eh, it was kind of whatever. But I'm glad he's the champ because yeah. I yeah, Moxley to be honest. But yeah, I there was like a that- few things that happened with this match. One was a screw drive ending, so you know that there's something going on with that because he hit him over the head with the mic. You know, it was a, you know, kind of a screwy ending and uh, kind of cheated his way. Well, um, keep in mind, he also propositioned a gentleman's match. He didn't right. want to use weapons. He was like, I just want to wrestle you, dude. And yeah. then so the heel th- that was one thing. Another thing was. I, I'm kind of over the V trigger being used that much. <laughs> like I told you, I said it earlier when we were talking about it. It was V-trigger after V-trigger after V-trigger. It was like V-trigger to the back, V-trigger to the head, swing, <laughs> uh, slingshot V-trigger, uh, v, V-trigger a couple times in the chest, and then he catches the V-trigger at the, by the third one. Have you seen? Last, have classic you s- Daniel Bryan move, you know, three kicks and he catches the last one. <laughs> Should have saw the coming. <laughs> have you seen a big-time Kenny Omega match? That's what he does. It, it's, yes, it's a V-trigger but, fest in these big matches. Yeah. He was using it a lot, and um, I like it. But he he didn't do he didn't do his uh, uh, winged angel, huh? Yeah, he did. He did, he did. do it. He did he, twice. He, he was attempting it a lot. He was attempting it, but I don't think he did it. He did it yeah, once. Did. That's how he got the he pin. Okay. Well, yeah, he, no, he, he he hit him he, over the. Oh yeah, he hit him over the head, and then he that's when he did. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. He hit him with yeah, the actually, mic. I think he did it twice. Now that I think about it, I think he hit it twice. Did he hit it twice and didn't go for I the pin so. the first time? I think so. Okay. Mm. But he did okay, hit it. He missed. definitely hit it once. I mean, that's how he won. That's how he won the match. Kenny um, kicked so, out. Let me of get the... my thoughts in here real quick. Or oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was gonna no, say no, yeah, just, go. Kenny kicked out of the paradigm shift, which I haven't seen happen before. Either, I was gonna mention that right big now. Big moment. Because, but go, go, go ahead, Dick. Yeah, no, you um no, I'm glad you mentioned that because I thought AEW did a tremendous job with John Moxley in general for him as being champion. Uh, the paradigm shift was well protected. It took Kenny to kick out in order for that to happen. The right move, uh, that was the right call. Moxley on the mic, I will say for 2020, him as champion has been overall great, has been tremendous. Um, you know, especially with his mic work with, when he was with um, Eddie Kingston was phenomenal. And then this with Kenny Omega, even though it was short, I thought it was great. He had a great run. He, um, he showed that he can be a top guy in, 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 in the business. Kenny Omega, I will, I will say the other thing I want to take into consideration is that they were wrestling outside in the winter. They were wrestling in 40 degree weather. Yeah. So maybe it may not have been the optimized opti- optimum area to be in for the, for those two. Uh, but they pulled it off. I mean, we, we, got, we got to give these guys credit for, for pulling it off. I didn't expect it to be a, a five or six star match. I just wanted it to be a really good match and told a really good story. And I was really surprised at the end with, um, I mean, with Don Callis being out there, I, I didn't expect, I was like, wait a minute, why is he back out there? And then it was later revealed that they're in collaboration. Those two are working together. And even more shocking news is that now we have to turn to impact on Tuesday to find out why they're working together. Yeah, let's not forget. Let's not forget. Probably the my biggest thing of the week is the fact that 
Marvez was out there after the match. Don Callis, everyone's kind of booing Kenny Omega and Don Callis on the way out. They're talking mm-hmm. shit to him on the way out. Like, what the fuck, dude? Why did you do that? And then Marvez is out there and he's like, so what, you're just going to leave? You're not going to say anything? And Don Callis looks at, it, at the camera and says, if you want to find out what's going on, you need to watch Impact on Tuesday. And that was like a nuclear bomb dropped on these Wednesday Night Wars. This was a huge shot. Um, because now AEW, we, for all the shit we talk about Impact, right? This is something that is huge in the world of wrestling. Companies don't work together like this. Um, so now... Especially they, they, in the States. They got my ass and want to watch Impact for the first time since Hogan and Dixie were there. <laughs> um, so I'm super years. interested in what's going on, and um, I'm going to watch. Yeah, it was funny because he kept saying, you're going to have to find out on Tuesday. You're going to have to find out on Tuesday. And he was like, but AEW runs on Wednesdays. What do you mean? You're going to have to find out on Impact on Tuesday. Boom. Mic drop. I was like, what is going on here? Who's the Impact? Does anybody know? Callahan? What was the question? Who's the Impact champion? I think it (laughs) might be Eric Young. What? I think so. I might I could be wrong. I know he was the last one to get it. I remember that. I'm curious but. if they do work together. The thing about having like cross promotions is like who get who goes over, right? Because it makes obviously one promotion look better than the yeah. other. So I'm curious to see how they navigate that or if they do like, you know, get your win back or like have some sort of smozzy where nobody looks bad. Um, you can't do that with every match if they're going to do something like that. Saying that, though, Impact has an opportunity, even if they lose or not go over to, like, get more exposure. It's not going to help because no one's still going to watch Impact after the fact this is done. No. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. I'm curious to see how what they book moving forward. Um, TJP, maybe? This <laughs> – mind you, this is, a huge, this is a huge flip-off to w, uh, WWE because NXT can't move to Tuesdays now because now wrestling fans – are going to be watching Impact to find out what happens next on NXT. At least I mean, for the next uh, two on weeks. AEW. There's going to be a huge. There's going to be a huge spike on whatever channel access TV. Uh, I don't. Whoever gets that channel, uh, there's going to be a huge spike on that. Now they're going to be like, "What the? What is this? What's this huge <laughs> spike? Are we? Are, our channel can't handle these many people watching at one time." They're also going to be on Twitch as well, so I'll probably watch it via Twitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Twitch is going to be like, "What the?" F- Impact Wrestling. What's going, I, don't, what's, I don't know. We what's showed going this. On. Our servers are overloading. We don't know what to do. Not gonna lie, I actually went on a Twitch to watch some of their Impact things, and they were showing like some Ken Shamrock highlights or something. And I was like, "What the fuck am I watching?" He's actually in it. Uh, Impact, right? Yeah, he's in there right now. He just went in the hall. They of put fame. him in the Impact Hall of Fame. We. Well, I mean, like, he deserves it. He's, he was there for a while. He's, he's there with team. Earl Hebner and Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Because I mean, he he he. Ken Shamrock, real quickly, he Dick, was. I can barely see you, by the way. Huh? I can barely see you. It's dark. <laughs> it's getting dark, dude. Get the lights on. <laughs> Turn the light on, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in a dark room. Dude. <laughs> it's just really, it's just really dark. It's getting dark early. Um. Well, I'll go. I, I'll, I'll say this. My, I think for 2020, like Dick said, I, I think Mox did what he could. I think his. Uh, oh, way um, better, dude. He 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 shot up from what my expectations of him coming from WWE. I, I didn't really expect much from him. And I know they wanted to make him look like the star he he is. 
and um he he outshined for sure he did what he could and um he he's he was damn good at doing it so um hats off to him he he held that belt um damn good he made and it i think it being like on kenny deal. is gonna be it's gonna be so good this is the kenny you're waiting for byron we'll see i haven't seen anything yet <laughs> what are we gonna say go, i'm sorry um a couple of things i want to mention there's a couple things i want to mention uh number one it's actually rich swan who's the impact world champion not um wow Young, so wow still don't care but the point of it is this, though, like, I, I think Impact, I mean, AW should try to work with other organizations. I mean, look, look, they did have some sort of partnership with the NWA in which it's beneficial for them because there's a lot of things that AEW is lacking at the moment. I mean, their women's division is not very good. Yeah. Having someone like a Thunder Rosa helps improve their women's yeah. division. Uh you can also use their women as well. You know, you can get like Deanna Parrazzo, who is their women's, um, who is their women's world, world champion. You can throw her in there. You can throw a couple other girls in there and make the women's division better. Luke Gallows and Doc Anderson are the tag champions. The Young Bucks are the, uh, are, are the tag champions. Ooh. The elite, the elites coming back together? Too sweet, bro. They, that's another reason why, I mean, you, you this was rumored about a year ago when, um, and Gallows and Anderson mentioned it on on their um, on their podcast when they were about ready to re-sign with WWE. They were about ready to come to AEW, and that yeah, was going to yeah. be the big angle to open up Dynamite was to have Gallows and Anderson attack the Young Bucks. That would have been crazy. And and AJ Styles had AJ Styles not re-signed, so you could have had the Elite versus the OGs. The OG Bullet Club. That would have been something. Been. That what that that would that could have happened. Um, but now that now that they're working with Impact, I mean, you have these type of opportunities. I think it, if you it's it's one side of people's thinking like, oh, it's going to benefit Impact a lot. AEW is getting a benefit from this as well. Let's let's yeah. not yeah. let's not kid ourselves. I mean, look at what the like I said, like I said with the NWA. They're, they're doing it because they need help with the women's division and they're getting a lot of female wrestlers as well. So I think it's a smart move. They need this little help fix whatever glaring problems they have. Kenny Omega's champion. I'm, I'm like you said, Byron, I mean, we've been saying this for a while, like pay attention to the storyline and see where this goes. I think it's going to go the right way. You know, um, this is what's been building up for a year, really. Yeah, and I I get like a real like Avengers teaming up to take out Thanos vibes. Maybe they get the new New Japan involved, you know. Um they kind of have like a little working relationship as far as like lending certain guys to go to New Japan. Uh maybe the one way to take out Thanos is to, you know, join up and do some talent exchanges and get maybe a little territory going. I don't know. During the match, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Omega was mocking Okada's uh, Rainmaker pose. Yeah. Hey now, hey now. That was pretty dope. Probably pretty close friends, you would think, right? Golden lovers. 100%. I'm I'm sure they are. It's just that um, the relationship between AEW and New Japan was cold for a while. And now that Harold Mage is out of the picture, I think that's part of the reason why it was cold. Now that he's out of the picture, it could be warming up because you're seeing a lot of New Japan references being mentioned on Dynamite. They're yeah, they're doing yeah. something right, and I'm excited. It's getting me excited about it. 
Uh, let's let's move on. I think I think we're we're running short on time. Um, anything big happen on SmackDown? I know Roman Reigns is just killing it right now. Yeah. Um, pretty much it. it was more of a holdover show. Oh, Bailey uh, lost to uh, what's her name? Pretty clean, Natalia. They're doing it. I think they're doing it. I think she's she asked for a vacation though. She's taking a break soon. Okay. I think she's about to feud with Bianca, and Bianca's probably gonna um, take her out for a while. That's gonna be her uh, exit because she asked for like a extended vacation, I believe. That I'm so, okay with. She held the belt for over a year. Give her some time. I I'm okay with that. Just don't bury her. Like I feel like what they're doing, especially going back to the Survivor Series match, and now again on with Natalia, I feel like she should be a big deal. Especially if you want to build up Bianca, she should be right. a big deal than tapping out to Jobber Natalia. That doesn't do much of anything anytime other than on our youtube channel <laughs> God, they, they really want views for that youtube channel if you guys aren't aware natalia and her sister have a youtube channel and they desperately want you to look at their chest throughout every video um yes I so that's that. that's the thing you guys want to do our uh, picks for uh for yeah let's, game? let's do oh, nxt um nxt was um it was it was okay i mean Going head-to-head with AEW, this show did not stand a chance, uh, especially with what they put out there. There was a decent ladder match. Had a lot of action uh, between Shotzi and Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez is still really awkward in the ring, I feel like. Um, She almost killed Shotzi a couple times, a couple botches in the match, but Shotzi won the advantage for her team. So let's just get into our War Games preview. She's a female Darby Allin. (laughs) (laughs) And she's Filipino, so we'll take it. Uh, let's see. Okay, so uh, we'll just go top to bottom. Um, first match: Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso Ciampa. Thought Thatcher on NXT was doing one of his like training sessions, and uh, Tommaso just walked in the ring, and now we have a feud with those guys. Um, so this is gonna be. I think this one's gonna be. This could be a sleeper match for sure. Uh, Bobby, who do you, who do you think is gonna win this match? Are we, are we writing these ones down? Yeah, I'm writing them down. Okay. Um, okay, I'll go first. Um, I, I want to say Thatcher, but Champa's always like the best. I mean, but I think he might put over uh, Thatcher. I'll go with Thatcher. Oh, Khalid. Okay. Um, I'm I'm actually gonna go Thatcher on this one as well. Tommaso is a beast. You know, what better way to set this this uh, this feud off than maybe a screwy finish? Um, and Thatcher gets the win. So I'm going to go Thatcher on this one as well. Dick? Um, like, I'm going to go with the same with you guys. I, I think Thatcher needs to win more than, than, than Ciampa. Yeah. I, that's who they're building really more right now is, is uh, Timothy Thatcher. Ciampa, I don't know what they're going to do with him, um, if he's going to be stuck in NXT or if he's going to go to the main roster. I mean, we've heard from him in the past that he does not want to go to the main roster. And mainly because they're not touring, but or mainly because of the tour schedule. But now they're not touring. Is that going to change? Uh, if I'm him, I still wouldn't want to go to, to the main roster. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't trust how they, they treat the cops from NXT either. How do you ruin <laughs> Aleister Black? How do you ruin Ricochet? How do you ruin Ricochet? Like, come on. How do you ruin Keith Lee? I mean, <laughs> we can go on and on. And I feel like with, with Ciampa, it would be more or less the same. I mean, I don't, I don't see anything change from that pattern. Um, but for this match, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, like I said, with Thatcher. He, he's going to, they're going to build him up and, you know, we'll see what they're going to do with him down the road. He is it's the like that, uh, of NXT. Uh, Billy Madison. 
whatever you please stay here don't go <laughs> don't you ever lot. say Seriously. you want to go to the main roster i i think i want to go champa just to be different just because i think he's uh you know he's the nxt stronghold who will probably be nxt for life but he should be because i don't think he's wwe like i don't think he's a big main roster guy he's more of a lower brand like nxt or aw that type of like not commercial i should say right not like movie like when i think of wwe i think of, you know big star potential um this is his wheelhouse and i think he should win um he's probably not but i'll, I'll just i'll just do it to, to try to get one up <laughs> hold, hold the phone Strategic. are you saying that champa's not wwe main roster potential oh, that he guy is. has every like he has he is so damn good no, I'm saying, like, vince potential though, i mean you know yeah I mean? yeah okay. i mean to vince he's probably not but dude he's that not. guy has like like the best accolades like to be a, a top wwe guy Plus, there's a long line of people in front of him who need to get that thing, I guess. So I guess when the time's right. But for now, I, I hope he wins. And, yeah, I'll go with Ciampa. You know what I would love to see if Ciampa ever goes to the main roster? Ciampa versus Triple H at WrestleMania. Oh, that would be wild. That would be fucking That would require Triple H wrestling at WrestleMania. That would be like I created you and now, like, student-teacher kind of thing, I feel like. They kind of look the same, too. Book it. Book it, Yeah. Up next, we got Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes uh, in a strap match. Uh, Dexter Loomis has been scaring the shit out of Cameron Grimes for months now. I thought I didn't even know this feud was still going. Um, this week was no different. Um, Cameron Grimes had a little squash match, and Dexter Loomis showed up and beat the shit of Cameron Grimes. Who do you got in this one, Dick? She just changed it to a strap-on match, dude. Ooh. <laughs> Now we're talking. Now we're cooking I, with gas. I, I, I just really, I'm not interested in Dexter Loomis. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just not. I don't know how you guys feel about him, but he just, he's, he's not doing anything for me. And I don't really get the whole strap match with, with him and, um, and, um, well, and, it's uh, Cameron Grimes. I think it's to keep Grimes from running away from Dexter because he's afraid of him. Man, I guess that makes sense. It makes sense to have a match like that. Uh, Cameron Grimes is, you know, he's he's phenomenal. Um, we've always said he was he's a great talent. I mean, from Trevor um, Lee, all, all the way from PWG and from Impact, you know, he's he's a great talent, great in ring talent. I didn't think the gimmick was going to get over, but now it's slowly getting over. Like I'm, I'm actually, he's winning me over with the gimmick. So they have big things going for Cameron Grimes, and I I don't see it stopping. I think he's I I, I think Cameron Grimes is going to somehow squeak out a win. He's going to find a way to um, one up Mr. Loomis, and hopefully you know he moves on from Loomis because I feel like whoever's wrestling Dexter Loomis is like they're they're at a dead end. Like it's just it's just wasted space. <laughs> I don't know how you guys feel about him, but uh, what do you, I'll go next. What do you then. think, Byron? I'm gonna go Dexter, the Molexter, but because uh, I think uh, I think W D they have faith in this guy. I think they they see star potential, so I think uh, having a win on a big card like this would help, or to see how he does in a big card. But I think they're gonna give him the the win on this one. I love Cameron Grimes. Um, like you said, going back to PWG when he was Trevor Lee, uh, the, the, his 
facials and the way like his body language he he's on a different planet compared to most of the people on NXT he's 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 kind of a joke character but he's also really good in the ring um and I think this is the match that he's going to come out and show that he's not afraid of I'm not afraid anymore you hear me and I think that's what's going to happen with this match Cameron Grimes is going <laughs> to defeat his demons and take out Dexter Loomis what do you got Bob I'm, I, th- I was thinking the same thing. I think he's, uh, I think Dexter, Loom, uh, Dexter has the look. He's got that look, the scary, you know, brute. I didn't break. I didn't break. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't necessarily like anything about it. Like, there's nothing to like. But uh, like you said, uh, Grimes, you know, Trevor Lee, he's, he's an icon. Dixie's fuckboy, you know, like, it's just. <laughs> yeah, we did chant that, that one PWG shit years ago. <laughs> yes, Richard, you started that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think he, he's just so damn good. And, and you, you can't help but like cheer for him. And uh, he, what he's done by changing it up and going to NXT, I think uh, definitely go for him. I think he's going to overcome it. I wish that they would get rid of the backwoods, uh, vest wearing top hat. I don't. I don't like that for Cameron Grimes. But yeah, yeah. Not a good look. that's not a good look at all. No, who, it. no one gets over like that unless you're. Who get? Who's been a hunt? Who's been like a, a southern hillbilly to get Gray? over? Gray probably closest thing maybe. Yeah, but his is different. Yeah, that's um, that's whole nuance on on. That's on, a little different. Yeah, that's like those have eyes. Unless yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the Godwins, but I mean. That's probably the closest. That was 30 years ago. And the slop. I think the slop was way more over than anything. Um, (laughs) All right. Let's get into the next match. A triple threat match for the NXT North American Championship. You have Leon Ruff, who I call uh, Leo Rush. um, Like, Mom, can we have Leo Rush? Well, we have Leo Rush at home. Like, And then Leon Ruff comes out. Um, I think that that's that's like the best thing. Against uh, Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest. Dun, 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 dun. Um, Johnny, that theme's grown on me. I it, it actually has grown on me too, like a like a cancer sore on my left nut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay, so I guess I'll go first on this one. Um, I don't. Leon Ruff is, you know, he's like a big underdog tiny guy the belt doesn't even fit around his waist because he's so small um and then you have johnny takeover and you have damon priest and i think that that's really where this uh this uh feud is going to be centered towards um i'm actually going to go johnny takeover johnny gargano johnny gargs on this one because he also has these ghost face guys that um another one popped up so now he has two i think there's going to be some shenanigans in this match and it's a triple threat match so there's no dq um, so I'm gonna give this match to Johnny Gargs. Ooh, that's a good call. This one's tough to call because all of them have a, I guess, a case, a really good case to, to win. I mean, Damian Priest uh, has been the coolest dude in the back in backstage area. All his interviews, he's like what Roman Reigns was should should have been uh, from the beginning. He's like a rock star back there. And he's uh he's growing on me. I used to hate him and laugh at him and the stupid thing, but now <laughs> I'm starting to like him in ring too. He's Same. a big motherfucker too. Yeah, it's all so, dude. Yeah, he's huge. I'm gonna oh, fuck. Is there any way Ruff wins this? No. I mean, uh, so I'm gonna go with Damien. Fuck it. Okay. Yeah. 
Nick? There is still a chance that Leon Ruff can win this match. I mean, he is part. He is part of this match, so he he has he is a the chance champ. to win. I'm gonna, yeah. You know, like 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 we mentioned with Damian Priest, uh, he's been he's been he's been very very good as um, in, in his role in NXT. I think, I think I I think if there's one of the few people that do get called up to the main roster, and may succeed. I think it'd be someone like a Damian Priest. Absolutely, I yeah. agree. 100%. I, I think he will be. I think he will succeed in that environment. Ooh, his feud with Baron Corbin could be so good for that mid card role that he's going to be in for forever. But go on, keep keep <laughs> him away from Baron Corbin. Keep, uh, but unfortunately, that's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> I think. I think, despite of all this, I think somehow Leon, Leon Ruff is going to win. You think he's going to swim around sharks and survive? I think he's going to somehow survive. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, I, I I could see that happening because I think it's I think Gargano and Priest are going to be too focused on each other that Leon Ruff is going to be the odd man out, and then he's going to sneak a win, and then you know he'll still be champ. I think he'll eventually drop it to Johnny eventually, but I could see this going on for a little bit longer. I. I actually, I really agree with you on that. Um, I could see them losing track of him, and then, yeah, and then Leon Ruff can go on his own way, and Gargano and Priest can go their own way. I could see that happening too. A lot of outcomes in this one. Bobby, who do you got? Um, wasn't Damian Priest just the the champion? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So him winning it back would be like a quick turnover. Uh, Leon Ruff has had two defenses, I think. That's a pretty quick turnover. Yeah. Ah, man, that's a tough one. Because, I mean, you can't – Johnny Takeover, it's like – he. that's all he does is win. <laughs> um, but, he loses ah, man, I want to go with Priest because he's so dope. But I, I have a question for you. How much longer do you think he keeps long hair? <laughs> I mean, he's not Ooh. Corbin level. Yeah, <laughs> He's not Corbin level for sure. Oh, Priest? Uh, and he's not a um, – what's his name? Bray. Get these hands. Um, Braun Strowman. Yeah, oh. Braun. No. He, you I, think I he think keeps okay. long hair forever? I think he's okay <laughs> for now. Maybe uh, um, subscribe anyways, to yeah. Keeps It was just something. Uh, something I was thinking about. Um, You know, I'm going to go with Priest. All right. Good. I mean, these are all great picks. I, I could yeah, see I, this match ending Real quickly, anyway. I just want to mention, like, I don't think – Johnny needs to win the belt again because that'd be three times. He'd be a three-time uh, North American champion. So I don't think he really. I don't think. They, I don't think they would do that anyways. I think usually they want to keep it under like two at most. So it's another thing to consider as well. They also love their first time ever's, and he could be the first ever three-time champ. Yeah, he was the first time. He was the first ever two-time champ as well. <laughs> so why not another? Yeah. Yeah. All right. In this match, this next match is a War Games match. The Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish versus the brand, right? Pat McAfee, Pete Dunn, Danny Burch, and oh, Horny Lorkin. Horny Lorkin. I keep calling him Horny. Um, is he? He might be. He might He might, he might have some <laughs> Birch. <in> heat. <laughs> horny, horny and Birch. Um Pat McAfee got my ass to want to pay for this pay-per-view so I can see him get his ass whipped. Um, He called me and you and you and you and you listening. We're all stupid marks, right? We all suck is what he said. So I want to see him get his ass whipped. 
by the Undisputed Era. Bobby, who do you got in this match? You got to go with Undisputed Era. Like, it's Undisputed you? Era. You can't go with anybody else. Do Although, I, I'll give it to McAfee. I wasn't really on board with this whole thing that he was doing. But damn, has he held it down? And he knows how to talk on that mic. Because yes. he gets me interested in anything that he's saying. And it's it, he's money for sure. I, they need to do whatever they can to keep him around. Because he is amazing. I don't even have to do much. I think he's loving this right now. Yeah. All right. Undisputed Era. Uh, Byron, who do you got? There's no. Oh man, I I do like them both. Well, I don't. I don't know what McAfee's deal is. If he's full time or part time or what the deal is. Just for that unknown, I'm gonna go with the UE because they're staples and maybe this is their swan song goodbye. You know, or who knows? Maybe it's. Yeah, but I'm gonna go with the UE. All right. Dick, who do you got in this one? Before we went on, I, I mentioned that the Undisputed Era are one and two in um, in more games. Uh, so if they win, they would tie. If they lose, they would be one and three. I I'm almost I'm almost certain to say this, but I think this would be the last War Games match because uh, they've done this really four times. All four variants of, of NXT's uh, War Games matches have involved. Uh, some form of the of the undisputed era. I think that's going to end tonight. It's going to end tomorrow. I we we've been talking about you know what's going to happen with them. What, what what is there left for them to do in NXT? You know that's another that's another group of guys as far as what can you do with them in NXT? Um, Adam Cole's achieved everything in NXT. Uh, Red Dragon's been one of the most dominating tag champions NXT's ever had. Um, you could turn Roddy face or even KO. I mean, Roddy and KO are both faces actually, but you can make them, uh, you can both make them individual single stars and have them go after the NXT champion. You can do that. You can break them up or you can, you know, eventually call them up to the main roster. There's a lot to consider for this one, but I'm going to go with, I'm actually going to go with, um, man, this is tough. Cause this I, one's tough. I, uh, I, I want to say, you know, Story-wise, Undisputed Era should win because of what's been going on between Pat McAfee and Adam Cole. But I don't know. Like, I I don't know where what direction they're going to go. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I think I'm gonna. You know, what? I think I'm gonna go with the uh, the brand. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the brand. Okay. Um. And- Adam Cole beat Pat McAfee in their last, uh, their their first. Uh, That's right. Meetup. Um, I can see Undisputed Era getting called up to the main roster and getting squashed by the Hurt Business. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Um, I'm actually gonna go. Um, you look at Orny and Birch. Those guys as a tag team are amazing. And then you add Pete yeah. Dune. Peter Dune in that match, he's a killer. He's a silent killer. He promised that he's going to end the Undisputed Era. And I think what better feather in its cap than Pat McAfee being able to say that he broke up and he destroyed the Undisputed Era and make him even more hateable and make me want to go to see another takeover where him headlining um, to get his ass whipped. I'm going to go on on the Draped in Gold podcast with my friend Flobo 
uh, which he does every Thursday, recaps NXT and NXT UK. Check it out on pretty much everywhere. Um, I'm gonna gonna I'm gonna go against what I said. I I said undisputed era on that podcast, but I'm actually gonna change my mind and say the brand is gonna win this because I I think undisputed era this might be their swan song, and you got to do the 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 job on the way out. So no job. You know who you know who was in last year's um, War Games match that's also in this year's ma- match besides the undisputed era. Peter Dune. Done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Pete, Pete Dunn is, he's so, he's so fucking good too. He, he's gotten shredded as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, this could be the main event. They've, they've given this a lot of time on TV and well-deserved because everyone in this match, I love, uh, you have team Shotzi, which is Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai, who just got added to the team against team Candice, Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm, the new heel Tony Storm, in the second War Games match of the night. Byron, I don't think you've gone first yet, so this one's yeah, go up to it. you. This one's, a, uh, this one's, they could swerve you, because look at that team that Shotzi has. That shit is you know, some of the best wrestlers we have, women and men included. I think it's an obvious answer to say them, I think, but I think it's almost too obvious. Um, but fuck it, I'm going to say them because they have the champ. Oh, it's a really hard call. I'm going to say, yeah, Shotzi. Team Shotzi, okay. Um, Dick, who do you got in this one? Do you think do you think this is going to be the main event or do you think it's going to be the men's that's going to main event? I think the men's might actually main event. Uh, that's what because I'm you have that's what I'm thinking too. Era, uh, Pat McAfee. Even though even though they didn't give him a lot of time this Wednesday uh, for the women, which I, which was which was cool that they did. Um, the angle though with with uh, the with the bases winning and starting the war games with the advantage though that's um traditionally you don't do war games like that, but they have to change it up. I understand them changing it up for to do that. So this makes me think something is going to happen with, I think something may happen with, with, with the faces. I, I mean, I don't know. Like I get the feeling that. Someone's in my door. I'll go for it. I get, I get the feeling though, that, you know, that I think the Hills are going to win. I think, um, I think Candace's team's going to win. Um, let me ask you guys this. Do you think maybe that one of the people that are underneath the mask that they're playing um the ghost face, do you think it might be someone from the from the from from um Shotzi's team? Ooh, I mean they, they already did a what's her face? Um with Indy Hartwell, Indy right? Indy Hartwell, yeah. There could be another one. Who knows? So I yeah, I don't know. I mean I, I don't I, that's why I'm like I'm this one's harder for me to decide really more than the men's because the fact that the faces have the advantage that could throw, that could throw a wrench into um, who I might think may win. So that's, that's why I think I'm going to go with um, team with team McCannis with, with Candice's team. Okay. This one's hard because you look at both teams, they're both stacked. Um, I, I, I liked this week. Candice, you know, pointed out the fact that she's got pretty much, a strength with everybody on her team. You got a powerhouse. You got a, a, a smart, cunning Dakota Kai. You have a badass yeah. in Tony Storm. And then you have Candice LeRae, who on her Instagram actually uh, posted, people forgot how much of a badass I actually am. And she posted a, a, a clip of her winning that uh, guerrilla warfare match against the Young Bucks when she tagged with uh, 
Joey Ryan, who we don't speak about on the show anymore. Um, but then you look at Team Shotzi. It's kind of a, a thrown together team. They might not be on the same page as Team Candace. They feel I feel like they're all on the same page. Um, they're like a superpower, but they're not, you know, all cut from the same cloth. Yeah, uh, I, I that, that that I agree with. So with that being said, I, I see a lot of big things in, in on the horizon for Shotzi. Um, but I'm going to go ca- Team Candace on this one. I think uh, I think there's going to be some shenanigans. I know I'm, I'm having I'm booking both heel factions to win. But I think that that's that's the way that we're going to go. I think that's the way we're going to go on this. Uh, so book it. Team Candace. <laughs> Who do you got on this one, Bob? Um, I think it's going to be Team Candace. I think with uh, Tony Storm turning heel, um, it's going to create more of a storyline if, if they win. Um, uh, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I think it's 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 Team Candace that's going to win. I think there's just more going on with that group as a heel group, and they can create more with it. Um, a woman's und- undisputed era, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, yeah, damn, that'd be dope. <laughs> now you got me thinking. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think that that that's that's what's gonna happen. There, it's gonna be Team Kansas. All right. Those are our predictions. What are your guys' predictions? Let us know on Instagram because we're going to post. Um, we do it every pay-per-view where we post your predictions and what you think is going to happen. Um, you guys got anything else to add before we get out of here? Uh, stay safe. Nobody do anything stupid. How's uh, Lolo Benji's doing, dude? Pretty good. Uh, really good, actually. I Fuck sold it. out once and I restock and I'm still selling. So. What, what, is, nice, what is that, by the way, for our listeners that might not know? Uh, check out lolobenjis.com. It's a nice, refreshing hand sanitizer. A good scent and moisturizes your hands. Hey, Bobby, did you get yours yet? No, I got to head down to Richard's house to get it, dude. There it is. Richard's got it, though. Got it right here. Um, you know, just to, just to plug Byron's product, it's actually really good. It's very, it smells great. It, I, I enjoy it. You know, I, I, have it, I have it with me all the time. Whenever I go out, I have, I have it with me um, to, to sanitize my hands. Uh, great product, Byron. I need Thanks. some. Put me down for a bottle next when you get some stock. Oh, sure, sure. I still got a, a good restock, so we're good. All right. Thanks, everyone. But yeah. All right. Until then, um, thank you for listening and downloading and telling your friends, telling your neighbors, telling your friends' neighbors. Don't forget, we are the new, 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 new world order of professional podcasting, and we will see you next time.